Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi guys, how are you? I hope you're having a good week. I am batch recording some podcast in my closet because the clothes absorb any echo. But I am sitting here like cross-legged apple jacks, what's it called? Crisscross apple jack style. Um, I don't have kids, so you know. And I did a Pilates workout this morning. And my legs have started to um, kind of like lock up and get stiff on me because the workout was intense. And now I'm like slightly in pain in a good way, but I also love it because then I know that my workout kicked my booty. So I I love feeling like my workout actually did something. I know some people hate being sore, but I love it. So anyways... I thought I I posted a story or a sticker to my story on Instagram the other day asking for some questions about manifestation, and I got some questions, not so much about why something wasn't working, but little things that kind of popped up, and I was like, well, yeah, that can work for you, but that's not always true, and so I thought it would be fun to do an episode on the like some myths of manifestation that either I have one done myself or bought into the the idea behind it, or two that I get questions on 
from Instagram users or, you know, my Instagram friends. I hate saying Instagram followers <laughs> um, or from my coaching clients. So this is some of the stuff that we work through, you know, not as a, you know, selling point, but we do go through some of this stuff with my coaching clients. So if you're interested in that, I have some new shorter programs to kind of clean up beliefs quickly, some one-on-one coaching. Um, so if you'd like to chat about it, let me know. And other than that, let's jump in. So the number one myth of manifestation, I think kind of of all time, and Aaron and I have touched on this as well, is that you have to be high vibe all the time, or you have to be you know, positive poly no matter what, or that it's not okay to kind of, you know, have real thoughts and feelings as a human and to not be happy all the time. There is a belief that if you think something negative or you have bad feelings, that all of a sudden your manifestations have gone out the window. And that's not the case. You are a human being, you're a soul having a human experience, and you are meant to experience the full spectrum of emotions. But what I will say is there is a difference between faking being in a good mood, so, you know, being high vibe or positive, and kind of being you know, unaware or in tune with what's actually going on. I don't want to say delusional because I think I am a little bit delusional the way way I look at life, but it serves me really well. I believe with manifestation, it has nothing to do with being positive all the time. It has to do with your self-worth. Does self-worth play out in having a positive outlook on life because you believe in yourself, you know you're worthy, you know that you're enough? Definitely. But I don't think, I mean, I'm sure you all know um, some, you know, either politicians or um, somebody in your life that could even be considered an asshole or, um, you know, that person in your life that kind of things seem to come to them super easily and nobody knows why. It's because they they just believe in themselves. They believe that they're worthy of what they're calling in. So those things come to them very easily. That's why there can be really, really good people that have a lot of money. And there can also be giant assholes that have a lot, a lot of money. It's because they believe in themselves and their self-worth is so high that of course everything works out for them. Why wouldn't it? They're so awesome. They're so worthy. And I'm kind of being a, you know, a little bit sarcastic, but that's true. So it has nothing to do, manifestation has nothing to do with positivity. Can you maybe do better in the world and have an, you know, easier day-to-day existence because life is fun and you kind of have a glass half full outlook? Definitely. And that's the way that I choose to live life because while I know that I'm worthy and enough, I also just want to enjoy my life. Like I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. I want to enjoy things. I want to be positive. No, I'm not interested in being in a bad mood 24 seven or dealing with the same BS that, you know, a lot of people get kind of stuck in there and, you know, living day in and day out. It's more so that, you know, the reason people say like feeling good and stepping into that place, 
of positivity brings manifestations is because when you start to feel good, you start to feel good about yourself. Your self-worth goes up. Your worthiness, your self-esteem, your ability to understand that you deserve everything you want all starts to go up. It's kind of a hand-in-hand situation. But no, I teach my clients, my friends, um, you know, my Monate team, you need to feel your feelings. You need to feel through them because when you acknowledge them, you place them and process them, they will move through quicker and easier. You will not be the person that, you know, maybe you have a bad day and, you know, things just didn't line up for you and you're kind of just like, it's fine, it's fine, everything's going to be fine, it's fine. No, everything's fine, guys, it's okay. You're not like dealing with anything. So it stays in your body, it stays in your aura and it continues to kind of be like a rock in the shoe. Like maybe it's not like going to break your ankle, but is it going to like, piss you off and kind of keep you like annoyed no matter what you do? Probably. It'd be just as easy to be like, well, there's a rock in my shoe. I need to stop, take that shoe, that rock out and put my shoe back on and move on with my day. That's the same way of like getting through your feelings. And it's not to say you have to like, it's as quick as like removing a rock, but if you're sad, like if you know, maybe you just went through a breakup or you got fired from a job, which I all believe is working out for you. That's my motto. Everything is always working out for me. Um, That's always kind of been my motto. And spoiler, life usually works out for me. Not usually. It always does. Um, I I, I want you to understand there are going to be things that happen that you have to work through. But especially the little things that you know. You guys all know that person that no matter what happens, they're always in the mood. They're always kind of like... like you don't necessarily want to be around them. They kind of drag you down. Like don't be that person either. If I have a friend who's like going through a breakup, I understand like that's a different spot for them to be in. That's difficult for, for them to be in. It's not something they're going to get over overnight. You know, I, I get that. But if you're the person that like stubs your toe and it like takes your day down like a rabbit hole of despair for the rest of the day. Like we need to evaluate what's happening with you and why you feel that you can't be in a better mood. So no, you do not need to be positive all the time. You need to acknowledge your, your feelings, acknowledge what's coming up so you can move through it and let it go. Some things can be quick and easy and just as, you know, quick as taking a few breaths, doing some breath work and moving through it. Obviously some things are going to take some time you know, talking to somebody, working through it, maybe a coach, or if it's more trauma related, a therapist, those kind of things, but you can still move through it and move on with it. It's not something you have to live with for the rest of your life. Um, you know, if you're not ready for a coach or, you know, it's maybe not trauma related, I would definitely check out Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. He has some really good books and even just like free, YouTube videos about this that I think are great to look into as well. So myth number one busted. You do not need to be high vibe all the time. Um, okay. (laughs) Myth number two, everyone, um, not everyone, (laughs) a lot of individuals seem to think that manifestation is only working if like something good happens to you, like, you know, you're manifesting a dream job and that dream job happens. That's not the case. Manifestation is working all the time. It's not some 
magic potion that you have to have like burning in a cauldron out back and like hoping that it works out for you manifestations working all the time like this isn't a sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't you're just always getting the same thing so you think it's not working out manifestation is the science and energy of the universe reflecting back to you so if you think this is what your life will be if you're kind of in this like this is my life. This is how it is. This is how the rest of my life is going to be. Or this is how my relationship is. Or of course, like I never get any clients or, um, no, I, I can't lose the weight or, um, you know, any of those kind of things. Like you're getting the same thing over and over again because you're repeating the cycle over and over again. When you live in a life that is on repeat, it's because your thoughts are on repeat and therefore the universe is on repeat. The universe has no feelings or decisions about what you want to call in. It does not think that some of the things you want are better than some of the other things. That's that's not how it works. It's not a barometer for good or bad. The universe is so fucking neutral, it'll drive you crazy. And I get that. But if you're living in a mediocre life, it's because you're thinking mediocre thoughts. You're living. You are being mediocre in your life. And I know that that's a hard, um, you know, maybe truth to handle. But responsibility for your life is yours and yours alone. The universe is not giving you trouble. The universe is not, um, you know, questioning your worth or... Oh, maybe she would like something better. No, 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 no. The universe is giving you what you want, what you are calling in, what you are thinking about. And so I I always, you know, like to go over, ev- like, I, I hate the term. I, everyone kind of like was using it for a while. Um, radical responsibility sounds so cliche, but it, you actually have to take ownership of your life if you want to change anything. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about it is if you are taking ownership for the things that are happening that you don't want to happen, that means you get to take ownership of the things that you do want to happen. So manifestation is working all the time. It's always going to show you what you think you're worth and what you believe you get to have. There's no in-between. The universe isn't trying to like prove you a liar. It can't prove you a liar. So just know that the life that you have is manifestation in action. It's always working. It doesn't turn off. It's just like gravity. Gravity doesn't turn off. I, you know, help people through kind of figuring out what's, you know, why their life's on repeat and why that's happening. And I say all of this, if there's something that I'm good at, it is making new things happen. You guys have been around for a while. I, you know, I, I'm really big in the business, in kind of business manifestation, friend manifestation, money manifestation. If if there's one thing I'm good at, it's kind of switching things up and making it work. If you're struggling with that, reach out. Let's talk. One of my coaching packages may be a fit for you. If not, um, listen to some of our other manifestation episodes and you can kind of start to piece together um, pieces that would help you kind of switch things up. Erin and I did, I don't know what episode number it was. We did a whole episode on how we move through some of our manifestations and how that works. And, um, those could be really, really beneficial, especially if you're new to manifestation. 
Okay. Um, uh, so myth number two, how do I know if it's working or it only works some of the time? No, that's busted. It works all of the time. It's just, you're not happy with what you're receiving. (laughs) Okay. Number three, I say all of this and I understand what I'm about to say. I am a manifestation and mindset coach. With that being said, I wholeheartedly do not believe there is only one way to manifest. If you see somebody out there telling you, my way is the only way that works, this is how you have to do it, do it this way, no other ways can work, that that's not the case. I, and again, I say all of this as a manifestation coach. I help people through those kind of things. But your belief on something working is what makes it work. Uh, this is going to tie into myth number four. So it, this one's kind of going to overlap. But your belief in it working is what is going to make it work. If you believe that the book you read, the way that they described, I like for instance, I don't know what the book is called and I wouldn't necessarily want to put it on blast because that's not how I like to do things. I just, I like to read, I read all different kinds because they're, you know, all different kinds of manifestation books because I'm always honing my, my practice, my manifestation practice. And I love learning new things. I love trying new things. I'm a three, six in human design, meaning like literally my life is experimenting. Like I love that. I love new stuff. I love finding out and learning knowledge, all of that. But I was reading this book and there was an exercise, the whole book actually didn't realize it is about one, one exercise. And, um, it's basically going out and giving money to people in need or to surprise people or to make somebody feel good in the vein of, not the vein, because that's that's totally fine. You can do all of that to feel good, which will then reciprocate and bring money back into your life, which I definitely believe in. I think that when I, I love donating to charities, it does make me feel good. Um, I love supporting animal like rescues and things like that. But I don't always necessarily do it from a place of, if I give this, then I get this. Like, and to me, like... It just feels good to donate and know that I'm helping animals. So I read the book. It was fine. Like, you know, I I can appreciate it. And especially if you're newer to manifestation, I do believe in the law of, um, you know, receptivity or reciprocity, you know, any of those, or the law of karma. What you give into the world, you get back. I definitely, definitely believe in that. But the whole book premise was like this one technique will change your life. It will do it for you. You'll never have to read another manifestation book again was kind of like the summary. And sometimes I do read those just because I'm like, what are these people saying, you know, just to find out. Um, And there was some good mindset tips out there or in that book, but it wasn't so much that it was anything that I hadn't learned, but I did kind of at the end, I was like, wow, this is what they're, you know, this is quote unquote, according to them, the way to manifest. And, um, I, it just got me thinking that there are so many people out there 
And I believe that there are so, so, so many ways to have manifestation work for you in your favor. Like I said, it's always working, but intentional manifestation and actually calling in what you want to call in is huge. So if you ever see somebody that's saying that the only way to manifest is their way, or you see a book, or you even just kind of think that like, oh man, I have to sign up with this coach or this course or read this book because then I'll know. Then it'll be the one thing, the one thing that will make it work for me. That's not the case. It's all a mindset issue. Um, And, you know, I, I think I know for a fact I have been in so many courses, read so many books, worked with so many coaches that a lot of them can have very overlapping things. Some things can be radically different from one to the next. And the manifestations behind what has happened for me in those courses isn't ever because of the one technique, the one step, the one process. All of those help and can help you kind of like get back into a groove, but it's all because of my mindset. There's some shift and maybe that coach or that book or course taught me something, but it has very, very little to do with the actual manifestation itself. So myth number three being busted, number four kind of ties into it. And this one is definitely for me and one that I thought for the longest time would change my life the most. So rituals, manifestation rituals. You can Google this till you're blue in the face. There are rituals, spells, processes, um, you know, meditations, things that everyone promises will work for you. And I do actually think sometimes the person promising that it will work gives you the belief that it will work. And so it does. With that being said, I love rituals. I love like kundalini yoga in conjunction with like a writing something out 55 times or you know, lighting a money candle on your, your altar, or, um, I, I love crystals. I sell crystals in my boutique, you know, having this crystal is going to call it in and then it will work then, you know, but if you miss your ritual that day, then it won't work. I, again, rituals can be super fun. They can be super calming, comfortable, exciting, um, they just like kind of feel good to do. It's just fun to to be doing something that you feel that you're taking an action towards making a dream come true in your life. But the ritual itself is not what's making it happen. The number one thing you have access to that will make a manifestation happen that you want to happen is your mind and belief system. Your belief system is everything. I I know this to be true. I know it to be true in my life. I know it in my client's life. I know it in my team member's life. I know everything that has happened in my life is because of a mindset and a belief. I hold on something working or not working for me. For instance, um, I can remember I got this job out of college. I came out during the um, I came out of college during the recession. And I had, I got a job as a customer service rep. I was making thirteen twenty an hour, I believe. This is 2008. 
and I hated the job and I applied for the sales job and I got it. And I remember sitting with that boss just, and I, and I went from like 13, 28 an hour. So I think that's like what, like 20 some thousand, $27,000 a year, somewhere right in there to making, to almost doubling it. And, you know, I went up to 50,000 with commissions. So I was well over double it once I hit commissions. But I remember after that first year I had made, I believe 69,000 that year. And then I got a raise and then, um, I can just remember being like, Oh my gosh, if I could hit six figures, I would just be so rich. Like I would be so on top of the world. And in my head, I had a conversation with my boss and he's like, well, where do you want to be in five years? I was like, well, I want to make six figures by the time I'm 30. And that was the conversation I had and didn't really like think anything more of it. But at the time I was probably, hmm, I was probably 25 ish, 26, somewhere in there. But in my head, I was like, 30 so far off. I can definitely do that. Like, that's a no-brainer. But I didn't really think much more of it. I just kind of tucked it away. And um, this also goes back to if I, I another episode that I'm releasing on the resistance of manifestation and the how not being your responsibility, the how and when. I do think that I held myself back by placing it like by the time I'm 30, because I think I could have hit it beforehand, but that's beyond it. The point of the story. So anyways, I left that job and I had two more jobs in between turning 30. And in January, I turned 30 that year in April. So four months before I was like, Oh, I want a job. And I was making about, um, 72,000 a year, somewhere right in there with commissions and stuff. So Still almost 30 grand off from my, my goal. And I remember I, I wasn't like, I hadn't applied for this job. Somebody reached out to me that had, that was working at the, that had used to work at the company that I was currently at and said, Hey, if you're interested, I'm leaving this job, but I think you may like it. Um, I just want something else different, you know, yada, yada. I was like, okay, well, talk to him. I went. It was the easiest interview of my life. It wasn't even really an interview. And um, I was like, well, I probably need decent money to leave the job. Like, I really like my boss right now, but I'm, you know, open. I leave that lunch. I get back to my job. And later on, I have an email. And they offered me a $100,000 salary. And I I hit that, obviously. I took it. <laughs> um Mind you, money is not everything. I was still not happy at that job, but that's a, another story. With all of that being said, I I completely believed at that time when I set that goal at 25 that of course I could do it and my belief system didn't question it. I didn't even really think of it, of it that much more until I was talking to a friend. She was like, oh my gosh, you hit your six-figure goal by the time you were 30. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. So I rituals and all of the fun stuff are are so exciting and I still do them because I do enjoy them. I think they bring me a piece of um like happiness and calmness and routines and rituals really make me feel good and I don't always 
stick to them for months on end, but I will do something and keep it going for a couple of months. And then I find something else that I'm excited to try and I do that. But I don't want anyone to think if you found something and it worked for you. So maybe you, you did a ritual of a a chant and a candle and a crystal and you manifested the $500 you were looking for. You don't have to keep doing that. I mean, you can, if you want to, and you enjoy it, but you don't have to do that to get the results you're looking for. It's your belief that it works is why it's working for you. So long story short, rituals are fun. Keep them up if you enjoy them. Implement them. Find something new. um, You know, try stuff out. But you don't need it for your manifestations. So myth number four, busted. I think that's all I'm going to do today. It's already getting a little bit of a longer episode. But if you have a belief about manifestation, I would love for you to send it to me because I'll do another episode to bust through some of these myths. And um, if you do have a ritual that you do love, I always love trying them out just because I find them like I love moving the energy and it feels good, but it's not because I think it makes my manifestations happen. So send them my way so I can check them out. And if you guys have any questions, let me know. Other than that, I hope you guys have a good week and I hope all of your manifestations come true. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.